SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Listening to Scott Wetzel will give you a bad taste in your mouth. You call these bagels? It's Bagels and Bad Beats with Scott Wetzel. Bagels and Bad Beats it is on a Wednesday morning. Welcome to hour number two of our two-hour extravaganza. Here's truly Scott Wetzel sitting in, as we always do, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time, 844-843-6879. Again, 844-843-6879. We'll open up the phone lines again here in a little bit. A lot of baseball stuff going on. we got some NFL news to get to, including uh, Aaron Rodgers speaking out about maybe, just maybe, his days in Green Bay are numbered. Uh, we'll get to that. Some Dolphin talk. The big story coming out of Major League Base. Really, there's two. One earlier in the day about the Marlins, although who really cares about the Marlins? But the Marlins coming down now with 15 to 17 players with the virus. They're not going to be playing until this weekend. At the earliest, Tankies agree to play this uh Today and tomorrow against Baltimore, which was supposed to play the Marlins, so they had an open date, so they can make up the two days that they lost. Phillies are done until uh, Friday at the earliest as well as the virus continues to spread itself around Major League Baseball. A great email, I must say. Uh, I got to tip my cap to one of our emailers, uh, one of our LLs that are listening to the program, new to the uh, the Wetzel Show, I do believe, Michael uh, gave us a great little conspiracy. Not a bad idea, you know. It takes a lot for, for for me to say, boy, I wish I would have thought of that. And, and you know what? I wish I would have thought of this one. Uh, I'll get to that in a second as well. Astros and Dodgers last night. Thank you very much, Joe Kelly. Throwing at uh, several Houston Astros, three in one inning, nearly hitting everyone, uh, not actually hitting any of them, but came pretty close, and he threw it at the heads of the Astros. That's the thing I think that's going to be said by the Houston players uh, that's going to piss them off more than anything. They expect to get the retribution from the you know, World Series stuff from three years ago, although it was three years ago. I mean, you know, let's move on, right? But that said, you knew this was coming, but when you throw at the heads of these players, that's, you know, all you got to do is just Google Giancarlo Stanton and a couple of others and see how dangerous that can be. That, that really, you don't want to screw around with that. It's not that big a deal, and especially since Kelly wasn't even on the Dodgers in 2017. So, but we'll get to it all. 844-843-6879. Our virus conspiracy of the week coming up next. Babies with Bad Beats on a Wednesday morning with your truth. I never know why you don't know how to tell the truth. You don't know how to sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com On a Wednesday morning, 844-843-6879. Send a tweet at Opposite Picks. Email me. Go to the website. Hit the contact Scott icon and fi- uh, fire away. David Ross, skipper of the Chicago Cubs. And Rob Manfred, uh, commissioner of Major League Baseball, MLB, uh, with the uh, Manfred stuff there, courtesy of them. Thank you very much, fellas. And Yeah, listen, you know what, though? I- I'll tell you this. It- it's time for these players just to man up. It, it really is. You know, you're not dying anymore. 
Uh, not going to minimize what could occur. We all know what could occur, but these are not 55, 65, 75-year-old men. It, they're 25-year-old guys for the most part, anywhere from 23 to 33. They're at the bottom, 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 bottom of the barrel on uh, you know how dangerous it can be in, in the level of seriousness with the virus, the older people, obviously. So, you know, if you get it, you get it. Uh, I hate to minimize it, um, but I know this, you know, if I was that young, I would be playing. It's as simple as that. So, but okay, you want to, you know, it, I don't think it's necessarily people, NFL players as well. It's not necessarily the fear of getting it that is causing the consternation with these athletes that's bothering me. If it's that, I, you know what, it's easy to, to, to poke uh, holes from the outside. You're fearful of getting it okay, but that's not really it. It's the excuse of, well, you know, I have a wife at home. I got a couple of kids at home. I got friends at home, and I don't want to be away from them for a couple of months, so I'm going to opt out, or I'm going to be careful and, and not do this, or I'm going to speak out against it and say I wish there wasn't a league going on. That's the stuff that bothers me. That's the stuff that just shows, again, how soft our country is getting. You know what, people? Man up. Suck it up a little bit. You're multi-millionaires, okay? And you're going to make millions of dollars for the most part in just a couple of months. So here's what you have to do, okay? Does it suck being away from your family? Yes. Is it at least encouraging that you're acknowledging you have a family versus having 12,000 kids out of wedlock and 12 different girlfriends and, and pretending that you're Dwight Howard? Yes. It is very nice to hear you people talk about actually having a family and responsibilities as fathers. That's a beautiful thing. However, it is what it is, you know, so you're a gazillionaire. So you you seclude yourself from your family for a month, two months, maybe three months, maybe an NFL season, four months. And God forbid you should actually make the playoffs, go a couple of rounds and you have to be away from your family for five months. So what? You know, as an 18 year old kid from New Jersey, I flew to Texas, never being basically out of the state. And maybe even never being out. Well, I think I went out to Boston one time when I was 15 or 16. But basically never being out of the Eastern time zone. I flew to Texas as an 18-year-old all by myself, was away from uh, my girlfriend, my family, my friends, and everything else for four months. It was a lousy four months, the hardest four months probably in my life. But I did it as a 17, 18-year-old. You clowns that are 20, 23, 25, 30, multi-gazillionaires, you're going to be set up in, in great four or five-star hotels and have everything pampered, whatever you want. So what? So you got to be away from your family for a few months. Big stinking deal. I mean, God, you know, how about all the kids back in the 50s and 60s that had to go to a draft that were away from their families for a couple of years? How about that? I mean, you guys are complaining about two months, maybe three, for goodness sake. Stop your whining. You're being paid. Think about this. You're being paid for the most part about a half a million to a million dollars a month to be away from your family. I mean, you know, nothing from nothing, but, you know, I would pay to be away from my family, never mind getting paid to be away from my family. I deal with it, all right? It sucks. It is what it is, but that's your livelihood. That's what you do for a living. That's how you make your money. That's how people are counting on you, whether it's teammates, whether it's coaches, whether it's front office personnel, whether it's fans, whether it's networks, it is what it is. You're a pawn in the pecking order of life, 
and you have a role to play and you're opting out because you're basically saying you don't want to be away from your family for a couple of lousy months. Big deal. I mean, just just suck it up. We'll look back on this and just think about how crazy 2020 was, but we all played our part. We all struggled, but we got through it. We dealt with this. We dealt with that. We dealt with the social unrest and blah, 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 but we dealt with it versus just basically waving the white flag on life and saying, no, 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 I'm not going to be away from my family because my wife uh, you know, might be pregnant or you know, I have two kids or I have a mother that's sick or whatever the case may be. Listen, I feel bad for all those circumstances, but you know, again, j- just, just deal with it. You know, you're going to have to be away from them for a couple of months. It's, it's not the end of the world. It's not the worst thing in the world. I tell you, any time you hit a, a, a bump in the road nowadays for people. It's like the end of the world. I, again, it goes back to how soft this country is getting. It's really remarkable. You just throw a little little uh, you know, bump in the road, and, and the world is seemingly coming to an end for a lot of people, and they're going to opt out. And, and, and you're going to get the mopes like David Price and a couple of the others that are saying we shouldn't be playing sports. Really, you know, it's easy for you to say. You're making a gazillion dollars. You don't appreciate you know, how many people are affected by sports. It's real easy to say, okay, it's not safe, so we shouldn't be playing. Okay. But, you know, what about the, forget about the multi-gazillion dollar athletes. What about all the reporters that cover it? You know, what about all the front office people? What about all the secretaries? What about all the security members? You know, what about all the concession stand workers? What about all the TV people, you know, behind the scenes that need football games or basketball games or baseball games to make a living? Otherwise, they're going to be out in the streets because they don't need those jobs anymore. I mean, what about the millions and millions of people? I I, I laugh when people say, well, it's only sports. You know, you got to put it into perspective. No, listen, sports perspective-wise, is the lifeblood of families. That's what put foods on the table. You know, yes, it may be just sports to the athlete, but it represents a huge part of our society now, whether it's all the gambling and all the all the other trickle-down effects of having sports there. It's not just sports. It's not just an activity like you're going to go play wiffle ball in your backyard. We need sports. It is a huge part of the economy. And when you take that out, and you try and minimize it, then you're not doing it justice. You really aren't. Yeah, for the multi-million dollar athlete who doesn't have to work another day in his life, it's just sports. But for everyone else, it's our livelihood. You know, shut down hospitals, tell doctors they can't work. You know, how would that be? Well, it's only a doctor. No big deal. You know, shut down the police. Well, I shouldn't use the police because they dopes want that. You know, shut down, uh, you know, the the, the fire uh, trucks and, and, and the fire people, fire uh, and uh, firemen. You know, uh, well, it's only a fireman. Yeah, well, listen. You know, a fireman to you is, uh, you know, sports to me. That, that's how it works in our, our society. So crazy. Man up, people. Stop your whining. Stop your bitching and moaning. Get out there and go play a football or a baseball or a basketball game. You know, I alluded to uh, what, what could have been. I, I'll run down this real quickly. But, you know, they did come to terms with Joe Burrow on a contract uh, with the Cincinnati Bungles. No surprise. Uh, he got, you know, a decent amount of money, what he was expected to get. But. You want to relive history, Dolphin fans? Do I need to remind you how we should be coming to terms with Joe Burrow this week, not the Bungles? Three wins, two games left, and they decide to beat Cincinnati in week number 16 of the NFL season. That gave us the fourth win rather than Cincinnati, and then for some dopey reason, we beat the Patriots the final week of the regular season. Those two games, what could have been? They lose those two games, and the Dolphins have the first round. Wow. We're going to rule that to that win for sure. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Bagels and Bad Beats on a Wednesday morning. We'll open up the phones here to SEC, 844-843-6879. Again, send a TV ad ops, fix email. We go to the website, hit the contacts, got icon, and fire away. Some interesting news coming out of Green Bay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, don't know if he caught this or not, was on a podcast, 10 Questions with uh, Kyle Brandt. Not sure if he's related to uh, to our good buddy Gil Brandt or not, but had Aaron Rodgers on yesterday, or actually, uh, I think it was uh, today's Wednesday. I think it was actually Monday, Monday or Tuesday, whatever. Uh, but it was sent out uh, yesterday. So he was talking about, as he has, you know the Green Bay Packers with the first over with the first round pick, which they moved up in the draft and to take Jordan Love, the uh, quarterback out of Utah State. Most people thought they were going to try and get themselves a wide receiver, uh, which they were desperate for. Somehow or another, they actually made don't forget the NFC Championship game. Now they were not a good football team. I, I don't know how they went thirteen and three, but to their credit, I suppose they did. So they were seemingly and are seemingly one step away, perhaps from going to a Super Bowl. So most people thought that they would, uh, you know, supplant, uh, you know, uh, or support uh, Aaron Rodgers with a couple of wide receivers, um, you know, some offensive weapons. But instead, they used the first round pick on the quarterback of the future. So that was asked. And then the follow up question was pertaining to his future with Green Bay. Hey, listen, you know what? They take a first round pick. They move up, no less, to get a first round pick. Uh, to take Jordan Love, seemingly the writing is on the wall, Aaron Rodgers, and here's Rodgers' response to his future in Green Bay. Uh, quarterbacks are playing earlier. It, it gives, you know, gives some latitude for young coaches and GMs to, you know, to, to, play, their, to play their guys. And I get it. I really do. Like, I, I don't harbor any ill will about it. Like, was I bummed out? Of course. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. You know, like I wanted to play my entire career in Green Bay. I love the city. I grew up there. Really, I was got there. I was 21. I'm 36 now. You know, a lot changes during that time. Um, but, but look, I get it. I see it completely clearly, and and I'm not bitter about it. Um, it just kind of is what it is. Last question, then we'll move on. Okay. Okay. All right. We didn't get that last question. All right. Uh, the last question actually was, uh, how would he see himself in a Chicago Bears uniform? And he kind of laughed that one off uh, real quickly. But there you go. You know, it's nothing. Uh, it's all right. It's no big deal. He, he laughed it off. Uh, my producer said he could play it. But, um, you know, listen, this is not anything, you know, uh, oh, my gosh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is leaving. It's more Aaron Rodgers in his own little way, saying, I'm playing for the next three, four years. So unless they want to keep me and move Jordan Love, you know, it appears like I'm not going to be able to play three or four more years with the Green Bay Packers. You know, he does make it seem like, you know, you have basically two, maybe maybe three years. I mean, I mean, really probably one or two, to tell you the truth, talking about how these quarterbacks should play right away. Nowadays, unlike in years past, you know, maybe when he was drafted, when he had to sit the bench for a couple of years. So not only is Aaron Rodgers kind of saying he's not going to finish his career in a Green Bay Packer uniform, 
He also alluded to, you know, these guys want to get their guys in there right away. So this could be Aaron Rodgers last year in a Packers uniform. If if they go eight and eight, you know, or, you know, if, if of course, we have a season. But if, if they don't make the playoffs, let alone the NFC Championship game, which, again, last year was not a fluke, but they were not a good football team. You know, it, it really was a product of the seedings, uh, the easy schedule they had, and, you know, no one standing in. They only won one game. They, you know, they got a bye, and they won one home playoff game, and then they got, you know, crushed in the NFC Championship game by San Francisco. So it's not like they made this long run to get to the NFC title game. They, they won one playoff game. Uh, but if they don't duplicate that, I could, you know, is it crazy to say that he might not be a Green Bay Packer in 2021? No, definitely not. And you look at their schedule this year, not as easy as maybe one would have thought when you first saw it. Uh, you have Minnesota Detroit division games, no big deal as far as you knew that was on the schedule. They have New Orleans on the road, tough game. They have Tampa Bay, originally thought to be an easy game, right? Not so, not with Tom Brady there. On the road, tough game. They play at Houston, tough game. Minnesota, obviously. At San Francisco, tough game. We saw what happened twice against the Niners last year. To think anything's going to change this year, you're kidding yourself. They do have Jacksonville at home, and they have Indianapolis, no big deal. Philadelphia, tough game. Carolina, you know, no big deal at home. Tennessee, tough game if the Titans are what they were last year. In addition to the, you know, the regular uh, North schedule that they have, that is a tough, tough schedule. I, I tell, I'm telling you right now, there's no way, no way in the world this Green Bay Packer team is going 13 and three with that schedule. You want to, you want to play the win loss game? I like to do that. Uh, lose at Minnesota, beat Detroit one and one, lose at New Orleans one and two, beat Atlanta two and two. I'm going to give them a split out of Tampa Bay and Houston, both road games after a bye. So we'll say three and three. Minnesota at home, four and three. Lose at San Fran, four and four. Beat the Jags. Beat the Colts, five and four, six and four. Uh, I'm going to say, a, well, he always beats the Bears, seven and four. Eagles at home, eight and five, just because I think he's going to get a split out of Bears, Eagles, eight and five. Beat the Lions, nine and five. Beat Carolina ten and five, and then get a split out of Tennessee and at Chicago. That's uh, you know um, eleven and five, twelve, twelve and six. Um, you know that's obviously going to be eighteen games. No, uh, let's do it again. Uh, one and one. <laughs> How many losses? They're going to lose at Minnesota, at New Orleans, at Tampa Bay or Houston, at San Fran four, uh, Chicago, Philadelphia, one of the two five. And then uh, Tennessee or Chicago six, so they're they're a ten and six football team. That that's what I think they'll end up being. Not bad, but is that going to be enough to keep Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback for 2021? Or the people in the Packer front office saying, you know what, we tried, we failed, it's not happening. We need a younger body in there. We need a guy like Pat Mahomes who's going to scramble around. Uh, and Rodgers might necessarily not be able to do that anymore at 37. Um, would they actually trade him? You know, God forbid. They would never trade him to the Chicago Bears. But, um, you know, what could they get for Aaron Rodgers? You know, think about if he actually left, right? You could make the case two of the great. Now, I don't think Rodgers is in this category, but uh, certainly he is for this year and for, you know, the last two years. 
you can make the case, you know, two of the best quarterbacks that the NFL has seen have left their respective clubs in back-to-back years. Brady last year with uh, New England, and then Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, you know, after this upcoming season. You know, how weird would that, who would have said that, you know, five years ago, that both those guys would not be on their respective clubs. You would have thought both would have finished their career, especially Brady, really. Um, you know, maybe not necessarily Rodgers. But, uh, uh, yeah, that that's going to be a difficult situation. So, Green Bay fans, you better hope. I don't know. You know, if you're a Packer fan, do you hope Jordan Love is good and that would force Rodgers out of town? Or do you hope Love sucks, but then you're worse to defer, you wasted a first-round you know, draft choice on him? Uh, but then you keep Aaron Rodgers for a few more years. You know, if you're a Packer fan, got to be tough. You know, I, I would think, you know, it, it's a little different when it was Favre. Favre was so goofy, as Rodgers pointed out in that interview. You know, every other day Favre was talking about retiring and whether he was going to play or not play. And, and you know, remember that scene? I mean, it was every other day it was it was a flip of a coin on whether he said he was going to retire or not. So I think a lot of people, a lot of Packer fans at that point were fed up with Favre and just said, oh, listen, just, just get out of here. You know what? Fine, go retire. If, if you don't want to retire, come back another day. But let, let's just move on. You're not getting – I don't think you're getting that sentiment about Rodgers. I, I think most people, most Packer fans would probably say, they're rooting for Jordan Love to stink, you know. And without any preseason games, you're not going to really know what you have in Jordan Love, Packer fans, unless, you know, the, the networks in, in Wisconsin are going to be televised in practices. Otherwise, you know, at least with preseason games, you get a guy in, out there and he plays for a couple of quarters, you could see, boy, this guy's going to be great. But you'll never be able to really see that with Jordan Love uh, unless you take out his Utah State tape. So interesting, interesting, just the same. I uh, got another NFL player that is uh, saying he is not standing, uh, excuse me, not kneeling for the national anthem. Uh, Steelers defensive uh, lineman Stephon Tuitt says that he will not kneel during the national anthem before the Steeler games. He said his mother was uh, an immigrant from uh, the Caribbean islands. She came to the United States. She worked hard to bring several other family members uh, along with her into the U.S. And that's why he and his family are proud to be Americans. And, oh, my God, you know, God forbid someone should have that attitude. Holy crow, you talk about being a foreigner. Uh, you're actually proud to be an American, and you're not afraid to say it? You know, it's one thing to be proud, but you're actually telling the world, screw you. You don't like America? Get lost. I do. We fought to get here. We struggled to get here. His mother did everything that she possibly could to bring him uh, you know, or her, herself and her family uh, here to the United States from the Caribbean Islands. Wow, how refreshing is that? How how refreshing is that for not only for a guy to be able to say that, but say it proudly and not have to worry about the repercussions? That's a weird uh, Steelers locker room, you know? I know they got rid of Antonio Brown last year, but they, you know, there's still some weirdness, you know, between Le'Veon Bell from a couple of years ago and A.B. and all the Roethlisberger stuff over the years um, and the division in that locker room on whether to stand or not stand for the anthem, that, that came... Uh, to light last year as well. And here's another one that says, you know what? I'm I'm standing. Uh, too bad. Like it. If you don't like it, then too bad for you. So so good for uh for Tua uh to actually be able to say that proudly and not have to worry about the repercussions of not only society, but just, you know, his teammates. That, you know, that's the bigger concern I would think for Steeler. So good job by uh 
I open up the phones, 844-843-6879. Again, 844-843-6879. More to get to on Bagels and Bad Beats. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Oh, thank goodness for that, LeBron. I I was so concerned. I really, I really was. LeBron James there. Vegas and Bad Beats on a Wednesday morning. Here's Tui Scott Weston taking you right up until 7 a.m. I, I am so relieved. Boy, am I going to sleep better tonight knowing that LeBron James is going to be on social media during the NBA playoffs. Whew. Man, my life would have just ended without hearing from LeBron every second of the day. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, you're the greatest in the world, LeBron. You really are. What a farce. <laughs> Only LeBron James would make an announcement like people are waiting with bated breath to find out whether he's going to be on social media during the NBA playoffs. What a goofball. I mean, I, I want to see if he sits or stands or kneels or cries or crawls or whatever he does for the national anthem. I want to see if that's part of his mission and goals in life because he said he wasn't putting anything on the back of his jersey because they weren't part of his mission and goals in life. So we'll see if kneeling for the national anthem is, but clearly part of his goals in life is to be on social media uh, and, you know, tell the world about it. I guess there's something about social media that makes it more, you know, closeness. There's a special bond. Hey, mom, I could call on the phone. You know, I could FaceTime you. You know, I could speak to you directly, but, you know, that doesn't pay. That, that pales in comparison when I could just go on Twitter and tweet you. Oh, yeah. Or I can go on Instagram and have an Instagram battle with you. Oh, yeah. That, now that spells special mother-son relationship, like a little Twitter conversation back and forth. Yeah, who needs a telephone? Who needs FaceTime? You know, that that's for old fogies. Let's go Twitter. What a mope. What, what, what an absolute baby. I tell you what. You know, he's going to talk to me. He, you know, it's again, the fact that he's going to be on social media, fine. Though, the whole world's on social media. But the fact that he has to make an announcement about it, like he's being this great dad. Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk to my wife and my kids. Yeah, I'm going to be on social media for that. Really? You just, again, you can't pick up the phone and just talk to them that way. You got to do it on Instagram and Twitter and, and uh, whatever, Facebook and however else he plans on uh, doing it. Well, what a just a, a goofball. I, I tell you, you just. He's remarkable. Every time you turn around, he says or does something stupid. It is so like all about me, 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 me. And nobody but nobody in the media has enough balls to take this guy to task. You know, he's in basically an all white company in Nike. He's working for a company, Nike, that, you know, makes their sneakers with 10 cents an hour labor over in China. That's all okay. No one takes him to task about any of that stuff. But then when LeBron wants to make an announcement about social stuff going on, oh, they all just beckon to his wishes. It's it's just remarkable. It is. And, and listen, when he wins an NBA championship this year, and I don't doubt he will because nobody but nobody wants to be there, it's going to be even worse. E- even worse. Man. 844-843-6879. By the way, 
I, I should have mentioned this before when we were talking about players opting out uh, because you had a few more yesterday opt out, uh, whether it's Devin Funches or the Green Bay Packers. You know, the one wide receiver that they actually picked up this offseason, Funches, is one of the guys that is not playing. You know, again, my closest family members have experienced the life-threatening impact of COVID-19 firsthand, blah, 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 blah. You know, it all sounds good on paper. I get that, not minimizing that. But, you know, you're here's a guy that signed a one-year, $2.5 million contract, million-dollar signing bonus, which I got a feeling he's not going to have to return. And, you know, after not playing last year with the Colts because he suffered a broken collarbone in week one, you'd think he'd be just itching to get back out there. He's got a team that did go to the NFC Championship game, fluky or not last year. He's got a chance to win, and he's saying thanks, but no thanks. Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung of the New England Patriots, they're opting out as well. Same thing. Best decision for my family, please. Meanwhile, you got Steelers running back James Conner, who's a cancer survivor and, you know, obviously has some issues that he has to deal with, and he's saying he will play this season. So you got Funches, Wimp, Hightower, Wimp, Chung, Wimp, all opting out. And then you got a guy who's a cancer survivor and has obviously some medical issues to deal with there. Uh, he is deciding to play. Weird. Very, very weird. Antonio Brown yesterday saying he's funny. You know, like him or not, you got to admit, he is at least funny. You know, he's a little, you know, definitely up and down. He's got some bipolar in him. No, no two ways about it. I'm sure he does. Because one day he's saying he's retiring, and the next day he's playing for Tampa Bay, and then the next day he's retiring, and the next day he's playing for Oakland slash the Vegas uh, you know, uh, Raiders. Uh, and now he's sending out an Instagram with himself in the New England Patriots uniform that he played. He played one game last year, obviously, with the Patriots, or maybe not obviously, but he played one game last year. Decent little game. Four uh, receptions, 56 yards, a touchdown against our beloved Dolphins. So he sent out a caption of the photo with a hashtag possibilities of himself in that Patriots uniform. And then he sent out a few video clips as well on his Instagram account. So listen, I don't think there's a chance in the world. I real, I not an absolute chance in the world. The Patriots would sign him. Um, you know, if Brady was there and he was in his corner Maybe, maybe, just maybe they would, but without Brady there, I, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know why I'd want to go there, to tell you the truth, without Brady there. But to think that he's going to be able to uh, uh, apply pressure to the Patriots, you know, what the fan base up in New England is going to go gaga right now because Antonio Brown says he wants to play for the Patriots. That's going to force Bill Belichick's hand. Is that what he's thinking? I, I would be shocked. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if he got back in the NFL. I don't doubt that. But I would be absolutely shocked if he got back with the New England Patriots. I, that I just don't see happening. And to me, it doesn't make any sense. You know, go pick another team. Go pick. I, I just as soon see him pick the Raiders. I, I think the Raiders probably have a better shot just because of the pressure they have to win first season in Las Vegas. But, and, you know, how about Antonio Brown with the Kansas City Chefs? You know, if, if the chefs are really, you know, serious, as they seemingly are about winning again and making this thing become a dynasty, how about one year with the uh, uh, mental moron, if you will, uh, um, Antonio Brown with, with Kansas City? They wouldn't want that headache, Scott. Maybe not. You know, maybe, maybe not. I mean, I wouldn't if I were them, but who knows? You can never have too many good weapons, especially if he gets suspended for six games 
and you only have to have them on your team for six to eight games to close out the regular season. And speaking of Kansas City, well, I tell you, Pat Mahomes, uh, I, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop with this guy. It, it, he he can't be this good. He just he just uh, let's hope he is. Let's hope there's not some scandal waiting in the wings. Uh, let's let's hope he doesn't open up a closet door and out come all the things about Pat Mahomes that we're not going to like because he just seems too good to be true. He just really does. Uh, can this guy run for president at 24? I mean, it's remarkable. You have people saying that he's the greatest quarterback of all time. I, I've heard Bird Brain say that he's actually better than Tom Brady. I, I mean, it, it, you know, one Super Bowl and they got very, very, very fortunate to get to the Super Bowl and very, very, very fortunate to win the Super Bowl. They're down double digits in both their home playoff games. They get to the Super Bowl. They're down double digits there and there. Two scores in the fourth quarter and, you know, give them credit. They're able to win. But to think that they steamrolled the NFL last year in the postseason, uh, you know, don't let facts get in the way of a good little rant. So but he wins to his credit. He wins. Now he bought into the Kansas City Royals. First off, don't waste your time, Pat. What, what are you doing? The Kansas City Royals, you know, outside of a little blip on the radar screen a couple of years ago when they went to the World Series, they didn't have the money to re-sign any of those players. They basically let them all walk. Now they're back to being the shambles that they are. You got to go back to the George Brett days from 25 years ago to find the last time you had a significant Kansas City Royals team. Why would you buy into baseball anyway, let alone the Royals? I mean, I, I feel like I'm watching that movie, uh, Jaws, uh, a great movie, greatest movie of all time. Uh, when they're on the boat and Quint is trying to uh, shoot the shark and uh, Hooper's like, don't waste your time, Quint. Uh, same thing with Pat. Hey, Pat. Don't waste your time with, with Major League Baseball. It, 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 you're pissing money away. I mean, you want to get into you know a professional franchise? Okay, go get an NBA team. Go try and get a franchise back in Kansas City, the original Royals. Do that. That would have more success than the baseball Royals. Go get a hockey franchise in Kansas City, for goodness sakes. That would have more success than the baseball Kansas City Royals. Go get a WNBA team, for goodness sakes. I don't know. Is there an MLS team? Is there a soccer team in Kansas City? The Kansas City Sport? Is, is that an MLS team? I think. I'm not sure. But go get W. Okay, so no, no MLS. If they have an MLS team, Sporting Kansas City, that, that's it. Uh, they have an MLS team, but they don't have an NBA team. How, how weird is that? You know, go, go to, to uh, Adam Silver. Listen, Adam Silver is the biggest media. Okay, whatever you guys want. I want publicity for my league a guy that there is, you go to him and say, listen, I got some money behind me. I, I want to get an NBA franchise in Kansas City again. It's been a long, long time. So, you know, the days of a tiny Archibald. So let's uh, let, let's start a little fund here. Let's start a campaign to get NBA back in Kansas City. Okay. Or even hockey. You know, Bettman's looking to add on franchises left and right. Why not, right? But the Royals? The Royals? The cheapskate, god-awful Kansas City Royals, a piss-poor club. You got to deal with baseball unions, which are the absolute worst when it comes to relations with the owners. I mean, it makes for a nice little story. Don't get me wrong. But well, I, I would not, out of all the franchises, out of all the leagues that we have, or at least the major ones, baseball would be last on the pecking order. Football would be one. Basketball would be two. Hockey would be three. Baseball would be dead last just because of the um, the unions and their uh, just 
discord with the owners and the fighting back and forth. Yeah. So Mahomes, to his credit, 24 years old, becomes the youngest part owner. Now, I don't know how much he actually owns of the of the Royals. I mean, it, it's got to be minuscule. It doesn't make that much money, at least not yet. But he said in a little statement, I'm honored to become part owner of the Kansas City Royals. I love this city and the people of this great town. This opportunity allows me to deepen my roots in this community, which is something I'm excited to do. I mean, he just he just seems too good to be true. I didn't realize he was drafted by the Tigers in 2014. I knew, you know, his father was a baseball player. I knew he was around baseball. I knew he was good in baseball. I knew he played baseball at Texas Tech. I didn't remember or know. I shouldn't even say remember. I didn't know that he got drafted by the Tigers, but but he did. So he clearly has some baseball ties. But, I mean, it, wow. You just talk about a guy that can be the face of, forget about, you know, the NFL and forget about baseball. You're looking at the face of sports. You know, move over Tiger, move over LeBron, move over Tom Brady, move over Mike Trout if you want to go there. Uh, there's no tennis, American tennis player that really is significant. So, you know, move over Jordan Spieth or any of the others in golf that uh, were seemingly going to take over the world, Brooks Kepka. Uh, you are looking – Pat Mahomes is the guy. And if he keeps up with this good attitude – uh, it's just, you know, it's unlimited the amount of money and the amount of, amount of praise and accolade that will be thrown his way. I mean, it is just, like I said, it's almost too good to be true. I hope it's, you know, there's nothing there that we should know about because this kid really is uh, terrific, I will say. But just dump the Royals, though. Don't, don't piss your money away. All right, Bagels and Bad Beats on a Wednesday morning. We'll close up shop stories. We didn't have time to get to it. Some winners coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right. Want to hear something funny? Uh, not funny. It's actually nice. Uh, we gave out three winners yesterday. Now we gave out one on the uh, show. We gave out the Mets laying a buck twenty against Boston. Now I'm going to give the Mets out again tonight. Keep playing against the Red Sox, and we're going to throw out the Toronto as well. Keep playing against the Nationals. Gave out the Mets yesterday on the website. Winner gave out over one seventy two and a half. L A. Chicago WNBA winner. And gave out 226 and a half Boston Houston NBA preseason winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, here's what's funny. I talk about a uh, 24 hour late nine team parlay. How about this for you? Memphis, Miami last night, over. Suns, Raptors last night, over. Spurs, Pacers last night, over. Thunder, Trailblazers, over. Rockets, Celtics, over. Mavs, 76ers, over. Three WNBA games over, over, over. Nine games in basketball last night, nine and oh, over. How about that? How about that? For over players, if you didn't cash in last night, then uh, something's not right. Uh, tops, uh, stories that we didn't have a chance to, to get to, sent out a limited edition baseball card featuring Dr. Fauci there. Set an all-time tops printing record, selling over 51,000 cards already. 
Uh, nice morals with the Stankies. Outfielder Aaron Hicks had a baby with his ex in 2019, broke up, got back together, had a baby uh, this past May, broke up again, and is with a new girlfriend, uh, Shane uh, Woods, or shiny Shane Woods, uh, Tiger's niece. Interesting. Uh, Astros extend manager Dusty Baker's contract to 2021, so he's back for another year after this year. And Dalvin Cook, as expected, did show up at Vikings camp. No way he was not going to report. Uh, otherwise, he wouldn't have gotten credit for this season. So he is there, like it or not, wanting a new deal. Hey, great job by all the phone callers, emailers, and tweeters. We'll do it all again tomorrow right here. Bagels and Bad Beats with yours truly, Scott Wetzel. Have yourselves a great Wednesday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Be safe. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.